Welcome to D3 Nation, now don't you change the station, oh lord knows it has just begun. We're talking all the motivation from years of dedication, discovering who's number one. The fight is never done, you gotta dig down inside for who you're destined to be. The war is never won, so talk it out with your host, Gennaro and D3 Wrestling fans, thanks for tuning back into another episode of D3 Nation. We're jumping back into the interviews, and we got a great interview lined up today. I'm joined by co-host Gennaro, and our interview guest today is four-time All-American Kyle Hatch from uh, Wabash, but he is sporting some new colors this year. He's in Division Two. I'm actually outnumbered on this podcast for the first time. We got two Division Two guys on here now, with Gennaro being at Fairmont State and Kyle being at West Liberty now. So Kyle, thanks for joining the show. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. So let's, let's jump right into that. You know, obviously you jumped right off the mat into a coach's corner, um, you know, new, new level in division two, but you know, high level wrestling being it from coming from a great program at Wabash. So, you know, West Liberty around the block from Wabash. Um, but uh, so tell us how you got there and how everything's going so far. Yeah, um, essentially, Coach uh, Irwin reached out to me. Uh, me and Coach Irwin have known each other for a long time. Um, he recruited me when I was a high schooler. Uh, he recruited me to Wabash. And, and uh, when I got there, he decided to uh, pack his bags and go to Wheeling. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, we kept our contact uh, together strong, you know, saw my lot of tournaments and, and stuff like that. And then, um, when the opportunity came and I graduated, he just asked me if I wanted to be a GA for him. And, you know, and I, I told him that as long as he doesn't leave me when I get there, I was like, I, I'll do it. So, um, luckily he hasn't left and he won't leave. So, um, I'm excited and it's been fun being here on the hilltop, just, hardworking, grueling room, similar atmosphere to Wabash when I was there. Um, just a bunch of guys who want to get better and um, that are going to continue to put in the work every day and, and push me to wrestle every day and um, something I really have enjoyed. And being in the coach's corner instead of on the mat is definitely different. Um, sometimes if you watch me coach, I'll be moving around and, and kind of being in position and, you know, kind of like I'm out there on the mat already. But, um, no, I love it, though. It's awesome. Yeah, that's great. And, obviously, uh, you know, Coach Irwin, longtime coach at Wabash, and then he made the transition to Division Two, and, and kind of hasn't looked back. He's had great 10 years. Uh, he was at Wheeling, um, where they took second in the country, and then kind of for people that don't know, that kind of fell into shambles and kind of took that success to West Liberty which has had a historic program. So you guys, you guys are sitting pretty well right now. Been nationally ranked, um, just coming off a great conference tournament um, and MEC. So we'll talk about the conference championship a little bit and kind of, you know, what, you know, February 1st now, what you guys have left uh, for the regular season as you get ready for regionals. Yeah. Um, we, we did really well at MECs. Um, I think we look less at results you know, I could sit here and talk about our seven 
champs and our two runner-ups and a third place finisher. But at the end of the day, what we really love to see is that our athletes are out there competing. Uh, they went out there and, and worked hard and they got after it and they were putting things together that we've been working on um, for the last for the last couple months. So I think that's the biggest thing that that we got out of it. Um, you know, it's obviously really awesome to be part of the program that's won their conference three times in a row and to set a record of seven guys winning uh, the MEC conference is pretty outstanding. Um, but it was awesome and, and we had a great time and we're looking forward to, to building until super regional. And, um, we have John Suma this weekend at Bowling Wallace. Uh, that should be a good one. And then we have a duel with Davis and Elkins, um, the next week. And then we're just training from, from there on. Um, but we're excited and we have, we have some good grueling practices that are ahead of us that we're going to work on a lot of things that we want to fix before regionals. So, Go ahead. Do you want to jump in a little bit? Also, you were at the MEC tournament. So do you have anything else to add to that? No, I mean, just, <clears throat> you know, I think you hit it on the head. I mean, seeing it, you know, firsthand, it was very impressive, you know, nine in the finals, seven champs. And then, um, but they competed hard and, you know, they did it the right way and they, you know, really was uh, an impressive showing. And, you know, I'm excited to see how they finish out the season. Obviously, we won't see them at regionals. Uh, Fairmont State, we're in the same conference, but we're in a different region. So hopefully we'll see them down the road at nationals. Um, but your super region was in Tiffin, right? Correct. Yeah. Tiffin. Uh, yeah. So they're in Tiffin, um, you know, and I believe coming, I think back to back, re you guys back to back regional champs too. Besides MEC champs? Uh, yeah, I believe so. So, you know, obviously, <clears throat> you know, National Duels had a good showing, finished fourth there. So there'll be definitely a little bit of target on your back. And But I'm sure, you know, those guys are excited about it. And it should be, uh, you know, great to see. Um, and, uh, no, like I said, it was just really good showing. And, um, you know, they got a lot of – I mean, I was there for their senior day. I think, what, 10 or 12 seniors maybe. So it's just, you know, a good mixture of upperclassmen, underclassmen, and, you know, good things going on the hilltop. So uh, pretty cool to see. And then, like, your transition over to – are you, like, kind of working with the middleweights there or are you kind of, like, all over the place? Yeah, I would I would say my main priority, if per se, is 57 and above. I work with everyone. Between okay. um, I work with Borsellino, the heavyweight. Um, nice. I work with, I do work with like Jacob Simpson or 149 pounder uh, starter. Um, and I work with all those guys in the middle. So scrapping with all of them. Sweet. Yeah, no, it's, that's awesome. And it's just good, you know, to be very hands on. And like you said, you had, before the interview, you had a 6 a.m. practice doing some individual work. And it's just, you know, keep doing your thing. And I know it's different. You know, we all done it transitioning from competing to coaching, but I don't know. The closest thing to competing is coaching. I think it's the best job in the world, and I'm glad you're uh, getting your feel for it. So, like, kind of talking about that a little bit. Did you always know you wanted to coach? Um, I would say coming into my freshman year at Wabash, I thought I wanted to be a doctor, okay. <laughs> and then I found out real quick that I wasn't going to be a doctor. Okay, so. Um, I always like tried a couple other things and, and, you know, coach Hardman, who was at Wabash college, uh, 
would sit there every day and would just tell me like, you're going to be a coach. Like, I, I, he's like, I already know. And I was like, you know, at the end of the day, you're probably right. <laughs> like, um, I love the sport too much to just like graduate and not be part of it. So, um, knowing that I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go ahead and find the best place for me and go coach and, and see where that takes me, get, get my master's degree. And, and, um, you know, so far, like I said earlier, I, I love it. And, you know, and I'm, I'm not done competing either. I'm going to, I'm going to go compete some freestyle tournaments for fun. Oh, um, nice. I'm gonna start, yeah. I'm going to start training after nationals though. So. All right. All right. Do you, like have, it, uh, do you have an cool. event uh, eyed up that you're going to be competing at for the fir- for first one? Yeah, I mean, my main goal is just going to U.S. Open. Um, I went there a couple years ago, right before my senior year. Um, and I went three and two, lost a match. My last match, I lost like, I think it was seven four or seven six or something like that. I got gutted twice, which is stupid. But <laughs> um, Gotcha. But yeah, no, I'm excited to compete in freestyle again. So, and uh, what weight class will you be competing at? Is it going to be 74 kilos or where are you going to be at there? You'll never see me under 165. So, all right, fair <laughs> enough. I'll be going 79 kg and, and 174 or whatever. So, awesome, good deal. And uh, the coach's name you mentioned before, Coach Hardman, did he uh, transition to a head coaching position too? Is he uh, a head coach now at Manchester? Yeah, he is. Yep. Gotcha. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. I mean, yeah, I mean, honestly, Wabash, they do a great job. The the coaching ladder kind of a lot of athletes kind of going out and coaching. I know uh, the national champ, Darden Shrug, he, he's coaching at a pretty high level high school program in uh, Indiana, too. So it's just great to see some, you know, high level wrestling getting transitioned out all over the place. You got coaches in D2, you got coaches in D3, high school level. That's pretty cool to see, right? Oh yeah, it's awesome. I and yeah, Darden at Crown Point, his old school, uh, high school where he trained at, and uh, he's doing great things out there with with the little kids program and and the middle school program in general. And um, then Coach Hardman at Manchester, yeah, he's he's crushing it. You know, getting that program back on on its legs and and working to get you know a brighter future for those guys. And then um, I would also mention like uh, Ty Warner being out in d3 and coaching um he from what i've heard he's been crushing it as well and doing a great yeah job. he's now at uh he's not roanoke yeah roanoke yep. yeah he's uh someone we have our eye on in the future to get on an interview you know outstanding college career high school and college just amazing athletic career really and he transitioned right from uh actually west liberty and now he's on staff with uh uh, Coach Yetzer and Rosenbaum, and they're part of the build down there at Roanoke. And it's a great. Uh, have you ever been down there? It is nice. I mean, the facilities are unreal. Really? No, I've never been down there. Yeah, you should just like after you get off like the interview here. I mean, just look like they actually host like the like that Virginia Tech Open now. They call it the Southeast Open, and their wrestling rooms top notch. Um, I can yeah, see. I'm pretty being sure. I'm pretty sure Division Three wise too. Roanoke hosted the men's soccer Final Four um this year so they got they got facilities to back it up so and, definitely get- uh, yeah while we're talking about it too they're hosting d3 nationals this year yeah not, yeah. At, the, not at the school they're hosting i'm pretty sure the Berglund center again ant right yeah 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 so yep. 
I think actually technically is it Ferrum or Ron? I don't know, but I mean a lot of good things. One of those schools. Yeah, it's yep. down south. You just keep growing it, and no, it's a, that's a really good uh, place. I mean, I think their roster is like almost at sixty kids now. It's kind of crazy, um, and uh, really good things going on there. But uh, yeah, I mean, so kind of like we'll transition to, into your athletic career a little bit. So you said you were recruited by Erwin. Uh, he left. Um, did that? Were you kind of nervous at first? Like kind of the coach that mainly recruited you at Wabash, but. Didn't really seem like it phased you too much. You came and hit the ground running there. Yeah, I mean, um, I would say I wasn't nervous. You know, I looked at college uh, a little different as like a opportunity to, you know, spread my wings, wings a little bit and take full advantage of everything I can. Um, I came in and uh, at the time, uh, one of the assistant coaches was Lefevre, Reese Lefevre, a um, couple time All American there and. Uh, he would just come in and abuse me <laughs> like on the mat, on the mat. But um, it was a good thing though, because he opened up my, my ability to scramble, my ability to, you know, wrestle, wrestle in space and out of space, you know? Um, but, you know, I drew, I drew, dreaded those days cause he was always on me, always pressuring forward, always heavy hands. Um, and and that was good. And then I had Darden too. And Darden just tore me up too with, with his movements and his hand fight and his blast doubles. And it was annoying, but it was really good for me. And at the end of the day, at the end of the year, you know, being able to be an All-American that freshman year was pretty awesome. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, great freshman year. I mean, you went into the NCAA tournament, seated that year and found yourself on the podium. Um, kind of talk about that transition. You know, you get on the podium as a true freshman. Did that kind of open your eyes? Like, hey, man, I I can win this whole thing moving forward as a you know the next three years. Yeah, I mean, it definitely opens your eyes a lot. Um, you know, and I and and in my opinion, that year I was beating um, what's his name from RIT, Caden uh, Caden Winters. Yep, yep. I was beating him like I think it was twelve to one, thirteen to one. In the, in the first round of nationals and uh, got pinned in a tilt, which was very unfortunate and uh, was a running joke for, for the next four years and continuously. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, besides that loss, like I think I could have done a lot better in that national tournament. And I thought that at that time. And so having that kind of viewpoint led me to believe that like, Hey, like I could win, like I have a chance. I, you know, maybe I didn't fully believe it at first, but then I finally was able to be like, you know, I can win this. Yeah, definitely. And it's kind of crazy, crazy that you mentioned that name, Caden Winters. Obviously, you were seated. He was unseated. Um, but, I mean, looking at what Winters did in his career, it just goes to show how tough that Division Three tournament is. It's like Winters ended up being – I mean, you were both wrestling in the national finals last year. Uh, he was a multiple-time All-American beast on top. Um, but that's how tough some of those, t- those draws are. It's just like, you just don't know only a top eight guys get seated. So it's like, sometimes you're wrestling, returning all American that first round. It's, it's kind of wild. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely an experience. Those brackets are, are crazy. Um, and a lot of good guys. So. Yeah. Uh, a lot, a lot of good guys. I mean, those pigtails are random. I mean, you could be a top seed in the division three tournament and have like, a random pigtail. So then you got to win five matches. 
Um, but at the end of the day, pigtails are good if you're in that team race, get some extra points there. Um, but coming off of that, what's, uh, you know, obviously a, a bright spot. Um, you were in the national finals last year, finished an NCAA runner up, but I mean, man, what a team race to be a part of. And, uh, that two day, the two day event, um, it was fun to follow, man. I mean, and in division three wrestling, there's a lot of parity. Obviously you still have Augsburg and Wartburg. They're going to be in the mix every single year. It's just what they do, but there's a lot of other good teams coming up and you guys were one of them right there. I'm not going to say you snuck up on people because you had a, you had a great, great team, but I don't think anyone thought after day one, where I believe Warburg put seven into the semifinals. They thought that the tournament was wrapped up. So talk about that Friday evening and then going and being a part of that Saturday morning. It's like, Oh man, like we can win this thing. Yeah. I mean, um, it was, it was a tough Friday night uh, in the sense of, you know, uh, we, we knew we still had a shot um, in, in winning the title, but like it made it harder um, when, when the our heavyweight uh, Max and um, dropped his matches and, you know, kind of had a tough day, um, you know, and he was, he's my best friend. So I was thinking about that too much, probably Friday night and stuff. Um, but then going into Saturday morning and stuff, all our guys were geared up. We were all ready to go. Um, Max was hyping us up, getting us ready to go. And, you know, we all just, you know, punched, punched everyone in the mouth, essentially. We, we went out there, you know, unleashed everything we got. And, and by that next round and of the finals, you know, getting to the finals and stuff, like being that close to Wartburg and everyone's like coming up to us and saying like, wow, like, Hey, you guys are right there. Like, you know, stuff like that. Um, it was really awesome to be part of that team race and, you know, I'm fortunate with how it ended and a couple other things. And, but at the end of the day, you know, being runner ups, isn't that bad. And, and, you know, being in the conversation of possible, like you guys should have been national champs. is kind of fun too, but yeah, definitely. It was, it was definitely fun. I mean, your effort was there. I mean, you guys had people wrestling out of their minds, obviously bonus points for you that entire tournament. And, uh, you know, uh, moving into kind of focusing now on your, on your finals match. I mean, I think since 2019, it was really you and that, that Braden Burt, um, obviously, uh, that were kind of the talk at 165. Um, I'm not sure if you had previous matchups with him in your career. Um, but, uh, talk about, you know, leading into that match and, um, you know, what it was like to kind of compete against one of the best guys in the country there. Yeah, um, I've had this conversation a few times um, with some <laughs> other people, but I would say um, Bert is a really good wrestler. He's very talented, uh, does everything right. He He's to a T, just one of the best guys in, in the nation for wrestling and just being a stand-up guy. Um, but at the end of the day, um, some lessons I learned, uh, throughout my senior year, um, after, you know, COVID and stuff, you know, I slipped up with, with weight and just like not wrestling as much as I should have. Um, but the lessons I learned from the national tournament and, and, you know, losing that finals match were much greater than, than winning a national title for me. in in that aspect, um, sure would have been nice to win a national title, obviously, but 
you know, at the end of the day, the lessons I, I got out of it were phenomenal and, and changed my life for the, for the better. And, um, you know, with the, without the help of Coach Anderson and Hardman and uh, Doug Gallo and Coach Fred, like, I, I wouldn't have gotten gotten second place anyways uh, that year. And, you know, they pushed me to my limits and, and helped me get through some trials and challenges. Um, you know, I was just grateful to be in the finals. Um, and, you know, he shot a low single from 10 feet away. And I was like, I didn't think he was going to shoot at all. Like I came yeah. in just like, oh, I'm just going to try to get my two-on-one and try to see what I can do. And then, like, he just dove from 10 feet away, got my ankle, and took me down. And, you know, five minutes of ride time later, I'm sitting there like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> no. but, well, he, he did that to a lot of people, though, so he was pretty good on top. Yeah. But I had, a, I had a good national tournament. It was fun. You know, I got three pins all the way to the finals. Um, you know, two of the matches I was down for some odd reason. I don't know why, but um, – I know the Coast Guard kid, I forget what his name was, Phil Rogers. Phil Rogers, yeah. That I, was a I wild put, one. I put him in a cradle and, and put him to his back, and he, he just is so explosive that he literally puts me to my back. And I was like, what just happened? And then he yeah. baited me again for the for the, for the the uh, cradle. And this time I walked elbow to elbow and made, it, made sure it was really tight. And and got it, but that was an interesting match for sure. Yeah, I that remember was, that. Was, that quarterfinals, that, I think that was great. Yeah, quarterfinals. Yeah, I, I think I actually was, watched that match. That was a wild one. Yeah, it was. It was insane. Yeah, and that Rogers, uh, he was part of a great class at Coast Guard. I mean, they they had mm -hmm. a nice show on last year too. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe speak a little bit of that too, like uh, athletes that kind of the D three level. I mean. Technically, your senior year would have been 2021. Um, so I kind of like extended your career, and it, it sounds like it had a little bit of an effect. Talk about working through that COVID time and, you know, and kind of other D3 wrestlers working through that, how tough that was, uh, you know, not having two national tournaments and, you know, waiting, have, having to wait. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously it all started with, with uh, what is that, 20. 20 yeah 2020 it was a 20 uh 20 national tournament first that got yeah. 2019 2020 season that first uh we were actually at nationals less than 24 hours out and then out of nowhere canceled i mean you kind of start trending that way with the nba suspending the season and then march madness canceling there so once you kind of saw march madness get canceled you're like uh-oh everything's up for grabs after that and then not too long later Everyone was out in Iowa, uh, probably at that same hotel, and everyone was going through the same stuff. So it was a very difficult time. Yeah, and it, it was uh, – I mean, it was a picture of the same thing, just different seeds. You know, Bert was the two seed. I was the one seed. Um, and we both knew, kind of like we knew at the national tournament uh, last year, like it's going to come down to us. Um, and, you know, I, I was pumped up. I've been killing it that whole year. I'm doing the right things. You know, I'm I'm excited and um gets canceled, you know, upset obviously and, and went through that stuff. And then we got sent home from school and um pretty much what I did was I just worked and played video games. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, um, like I, I was a manager at Papa John's 
within three months of working there and then became an assistant GM and two months after that. And then um, eventually I had enough. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I got tired of it. I got tired of being lazy. I got tired of sitting around doing nothing. And um, luckily coach Fred Fredrickson gave me an opportunity to um, go out to California um, and essentially there's uh, St. John Bosco. Um, there's a assistant coach that I stayed with over there and, you know, took, took all the money that I, that I had just made and put it into that investment. Um, trained probably three or four times a day for two and a half months, wrestled U23s, wrestled the U.S. Open. And this is right before senior year. Um, and I was naturally weighing 175 instead of, you know, I think I got up to like 215. So wow. <laughs> that's, if you ask any Wabash guys, that's normal. So for me, <laughs> <laughs> you blow up that quick. That's funny. Yeah, I haven't blown up yet, though, um, and I'm not going to while I'm here. So Good. That's good. But, yeah, and, you know, coming back to school again and the wrestling life after taking a year off was, oof, it was tough. It was, um, you know, having to set a schedule to do homework and to do all that stuff again. Like, when you're sitting there thinking, like, man, maybe I should have just gone back to school right after, you know, COVID and, and 2021 and, and like, you know, maybe I didn't wrestle instead. Like, but then it's like, at the end of the day, I would have gone nuts if I didn't use all my eligibility. <laughs> so yeah, um, for sure. And um, uh, otherwise I would have been using it here probably, but yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm glad I used that Wabash and, and did that extra year. Um, like I said, a bunch of lessons to be learned that year. You know, I didn't do everything perfect. You know, I made I made mistakes, and um, I was able to learn and get a second chance at, at everything. And uh, Coach Anderson, a great coach, and and guided me in the right path, which is awesome. Yeah, that's that's awesome, awesome to hear. And yeah, the great coaching staff out there, and. Kind of as we like wrap up the interview, a couple of quick hitters here. Um, you know, obviously during your time, Coach Anderson also like in the summer, he brings in some high level talent for his wrestling camps. Were you a part of those Wabash wrestling camps and getting to learn from those guys coming in and, uh, you know, teaching everybody? Yeah, I think, um, you know, with, with those camps, I was always there every single camp uh, learning from those guys, you know, picking up John Smith from the airport picking his brain on, on drives and stuff. And then, um, you know, uh, being able to show technique there as well, um, several times to, you know, middle schoolers and then eventually the high schoolers, um, by junior and senior year. And then, uh, drawing with Kenny Monday was awesome. Probably one of my favorite experiences. Uh, he's a big fireman's guy as, as, a, as I am. So, um, no, it, it was awesome. And, you know, I, I'd say the same thing here on the hilltop. You know, we have an awesome camp going on now every summer, and uh, Coach Irwin's bringing in awesome guys. And, you know, Max Lacey, who wrestles for Costa Rica, um, he's he's a talented individual. He's wrestling at the IU RTC, um, and and he's fun. He's fun to, fun to watch, fun to watch show technique. Um, you know, and, and Doug Schwab came in. 
uh, talked to us and showed some technique and he's awesome as well. Like mentality wise, he's probably one of the best persons to talk to. Um, he's just very upbeat, very, very straight in your face type of guy. And I love that. Um, yeah. He was the main clinician out last year for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I think he's one of the best coaches in uh D one right now, like what he's doing at UNI and, just always like to try to listen to him talk and in interviews and stuff. So that was pretty cool. I remember seeing that. And then obviously the fever, I think, came and stuff. So yeah, Irwin's definitely get on that train of running some really good camps at the hilltop. Um, so that's that's pretty sweet. Yeah, and this year, this year we have right now both um Eddie Hall, um, which he'll be fun to have. And then I'll probably show some technique, I think, is what he told me. So nice. We'll be teaching kids uh, firemen's and two-on-one trips. There you go. Yeah. I like it. Nice. What, uh, what dates are your camps this year? Um, I believe I can look, I have it right here. Don't you? You guys usually what do a team, a camp, an intensive camp, and a technique camp? I believe. Yeah, we do um, the intensive camp first, and then. We do uh, a youth, like, small kid camp okay. uh, for, like, ages 5 and 11. And then we're actually doing a heavyweight skills camp this year as well. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, and then, yeah, a team camp where you get uh, – um, where you get, you know, matches and duels and stuff like that, which is cool. Um, the dates for it is like it's between June 8th and the 14th. June 8th is when the intensive camp starts and then the rest of the camp starts the 10th. So awesome. Very cool. Nice little week set up there and, uh, and awesome. And yeah, I mean, we kind of mentioned uh, earlier about coach Irwin with his D three roots, but I'm pretty sure all the West Liberty has division three roots, right? The other assistant coach, wasn't he in D three for a little bit as well? Yeah, yeah, coach. Yeah, coach Tim, coach, or I mean, Russell at Central, um, and was pretty good. He's, yeah, he shows some really awesome technique, and I enjoy learning from him. He has he has uh, some good top top moves too that are insane. But he's a he's a good coach. That's yeah, I awesome. believe I, th- I believe he was a GA first, and then now he transitioned kind of more into a full time role. I believe there, which. It's great. It's great for uh, your program and in general. I mean, a lot of hands on deck, um, a lot of good coaches. I mean, it shows with the results. So just keep doing you got your thing. You guys, uh, you you're rolling the right way right now. Momentum's on your side, so keep it going. Um, and kind of two more here. We'll start with this one. And uh, obviously, you were high level Division three. Um, have have had success in you know on the international a little bit domestically. Um, and now being high level division two, and obviously we talk about this a lot, you know, uh, D3, D2, D1, NAI, high level wrestling, elite level wrestling, but now you're seeing D3 and D2. Can you speak on like the similarities or um, maybe you see a difference or kind of talk about that a little bit? Yeah, um, there, there are some differences and, and, and a lot of similarities, um, you know, coming from a, a high class uh, program like Wabash and coming into a high class West Liberty program. Um, there's some really good similarities of, of how things are coached, how, how the room looks, 
you know, in the, in the sense of environment, um, how guys treat each other and how, how guys work hard and stuff like that. Um, you know, the, the one difference I, I see right now in D2 and D3 is that um, in D2, you don't really have too many guys that are <clears throat> necessarily slacking off. Um, here and there in D3, you get a couple of guys who are just moseying around in practice that you have to kind of nudge a little bit. Um, but in, in this, in this room on the hilltop, like there's, there's no nudging, there's no distractions. It's, it's, everyone's going hard and, and, you know, that's what you love to see. Cause then you, you don't have to focus on, you know, telling someone to get to work, you get to focus on, um, just improving and developing and evolving guys wrestling. So, um, that's definitely the major difference in, in that aspect. And then, um, Man, other than that, like the talent, in my opinion, is is similar to D three. Like, you know, I would say D three nationals, in a sense, uh, would be like D two wrestling. Um, you know, I I scrap with all the guys in the room, and um, I have a little bit more experience, so I get a an upper hand a little bit. But let me tell you, the time of gear, he gives me all he's got. It's tough. But yeah. Yeah, ties a dog for sure. I know yeah, I, love- uh, I know the I know the McGeary's really well just because I coached his brother at Waynesburg. He was very good heavyweight at Waynesburg. Yeah, he's Ty is a is a special animal. He's really good. He doesn't like my hand fights and he doesn't like my two on one. So <laughs> that's good. That means you gotta keep doing it to him. He has to figure it out. That's good. Oh, he won't let me get the two on one on him anymore. He's <laughs> he's blocked that off pretty well, but that's I've good. Gained, no. I've gained some good knowledge on on my single legs now, and and so I've been running those on him and trying to get him on those. Good, yeah, it's good. It was good to see him back out there at the um, MEC tournament, and he had a solid win in the finals over a tough Glenville State kid. I think I, I think he's ranked top ten too. I believe he's pretty tough. Yeah. Leading the He's leading the country in uh, tech falls right now, so I wouldn't be surprised if they see each other in the regional finals too, honestly. Yeah. Good deal. Um, well, this has been a, a good interview, a lot, a lot of good insight here. Uh, to kind of wrap up, what, what's some kind of goals or, or um, you know, vision that you have for West Liberty kind of wrapping up this 2023 season? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the obvious goal is, is to get a national title uh team wise and um you know if you don't have that goal as a coach I don't think you should be coaching but um I think at the end of the day we just want our guys to compete we want our we want our guys to go out there and want it for themselves and want it for the team um you know we're we're, we're going to try to push push all 10 guys to to the national tournament I think it's very capable um yeah i think the last regional ranking i saw for you guys everyone's top four i think yeah i think the last one was it might have been top four i thought it was top three but it could have been top four i think, I think only one that might have been the fourth was kendrick i'm not positive i'm not positive though yeah i know everyone else was one two or three in the region so yeah i mean this is top three for uh d2 as well um and you guys are sitting in a good place so that if you get 10 guys through, you never know at the national tournament, that's for sure. Good things yeah, happen. Went, Good things happen. Yeah. 
yeah. And at 197 weight class, everyone's lost to everyone. And, um, you know, it's going to be a dog fight either way. And we're excited to see, see how yeah. that goes. It always is. End of this month, man. Regional weekend. Oof, that. Yeah. We'll talk after that and see what you think of regional weekend as a coach. All right. Um, but that, 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 that's a tough one, but man, this has been great. Uh, congrats on, you know, all your accomplishments, uh, and, uh, looking forward to what you do in the coach's corner. Um, and we appreciate you taking the time to, uh, do this interview. And I'm pretty sure national championships are in a familiar spot for D2, right? Are you, are you guys going back to Sierra Rapids this year? Yeah. Just like, just like, uh, you know, back to back to back MEC titles. It's back to back to back Cedar Rapids trips for Kyle Hatch. So <laughs> there you go. Well, you should know all the spots at this point. Hopefully, I do. I do. All right, <laughs> all right man. Well, cool. Good luck the rest of the way, man. Thanks for, I thanks for the interview. It. Yep.